Hi, my name is Becky B, and this is episode 19 of the Concentrated GrounderCast, five-minute commentary on the CW's The 100. Today, I'm talking about 310, Fallen. And just when you thought The 100 couldn't do anything worse to our beloved characters, just when you thought they could sink no lower, they do. This episode had a few problematic elements for me, and let's start with them, and then we'll move on to more positive things. Firstly, I want to talk about Murphy's rape. Is rape too strong of a word? I don't think so. What if the gender roles were reversed and it was a man yanking on the chain of a woman? Isn't that the same thing? Antari is a trained murderer, and Murphy has seen her carnage firsthand. He tells her no. He tells her that he's with somebody else. And then she threatens to kill him if he does not comply. He is chained down. This is rape. The thing that bothers me here is Murphy's flippant comment, the things I do to survive, and then the smile at the end of the scene. It's as if the writers wanted us to think that what was happening is okay. If you want to show Murphy being raped, then do that. This is the kind of dark thing the show might do. But don't try to show this kind of sexual assault and make it seem like it's okay or justified by showing that Murphy is attracted to Antari or having Murphy say something flippant or acquiescing. Attraction and flirting is not consent. Someone who is threatened with violence or harm cannot consent. Only consent freely given is consent. The second problematic element was Octavia beating Bellamy while everyone just sat around and watched. Yes, Octavia is grieving. I get that. I have experienced that. But Octavia is crossing a line here. Again, they had the male character say, It's okay. Everyone in the cave turned their heads away. For a second time, let's consider if the roles had been reversed. What if it had been a large man striking a smaller woman? Even if the smaller woman said that it was okay. Does that feel okay to you? In both these cases, it doesn't bother me so much that the events happened in the world of the story. The world of the hundred is harsh and bad things happen. People make bad choices. I get that. What bothers me is that in both instances, things were said by victims to imply that what was happening was acceptable. But abuse and rape are never justified. Never. Even if the victim says it's okay. Many victims feel that way, but it's still never okay. It's just... That's, I guess, all I, I have to say about that subject. Okay, let's go on. A few other dark things happened this episode. Raven being possessed by Allie. Wow, what happened with that? Last we saw, Allie said she couldn't override free will, and now this week, with the help of Jaha, she figures out a way to do that, and she's able to take possession of Raven. And then she makes Raven cut herself in a dramatic and bloody suicide-type scene. This sets off all kinds of self-harm issues for people, and I'm guessing that there's going to be a backlash about that. Something this show, I guess, is getting used to. We also had Octavia killing the Sky Crew guard. In fact, several Sky Crew red shirts were shot with arrows, and no one seemed to care. No one even checked them to see whether they were alive or dead. I was disappointed in Bellamy for shooting the Grounder Messengers a few episodes back, and I'm disappointed with Octavia today. Both were motivated by grief at the time, but still, grief does not make hurting other people okay. Now, deep breath. I can't do a whole podcast without mentioning some positive things, and there were 
Some great things in this episode. Murphy continues to entertain me as he thinks on his feet, trying to support the struggling Antari. As much as I hate Hannah, which I do, kudos to Donna Yakamoto for her excellent acting in her scene with Monty. And speaking of great acting, Lindsay Morgan's Ally was top-notch. It was creepy as heck. She even had Ally's mannerisms and vocal inflections down. Oh, and Raven quoting the poem, The Raven. I love that so much that I posted an analysis about it on Tumblr. So go check that out. Finally, Bellamy is turning to the light side. Finally. It was a big gamble taking the group to the grounders. And realistically, the grounders would have just killed all of them. But we're glad that they didn't. And Pike is finally captured. Huzzah! Allie 2.0 and Allie 1 are now together, and the whole gang is back together for the next episode, so I'm super excited for that. Jasper is the real hero of our story today. I love that they chose the character that needed to be saved from his pain the very most to be the one to stand up to Allie in the City of Light. My final thoughts are this. Have the writers forgotten that we need to have some joy mixed in with the pain? That we need to have some light with the dark? And honestly... It was only the appearance of Clark in the last minute of the show and Jasper's successful escape that kept me from fleeing to the kitchen for a large carton of Chunky Monkey when the episode was over. This has been Becky B. for the Concentrated Groundercast. Thanks for listening. You can catch me on Twitter or Tumblr at Groundercast.